Welcome back to another episode of Her Life on Purpose, the podcast. I am your host, Ebony Hinton. This is episode two, the second episode in partnership with the new podcast that's coming out called The Executive Board, where we have three women discussing all things life of women. So anyway, I'm going to introduce my sister Rosa. Say hey to the people, Rosa. Hey people. And my sister M. Dizzle. I'm in the building. M. Dizzle is back in the building, bringing the flavor to the podcast. If you are excited, to get to know more about what's in these heads of ours, stay tuned, all right? Okay, guys, so today's topic, um, you know, as a couple of people who've had some years in this marriage game, um, there is a big thing with couples struggling in just different areas, whether it be communication um, and finances, whatever the case may be, couples struggle, married couples struggle in some form, but I think it has a lot to do with how you come to, um, a resolution, how you hear each other and all that thing, all those kind of things. So we're going to give our take. And if you're ready for this take, um, I want y'all to stay tuned and listen, because like I said, we have, we have some years in the game. Um, so what do you ladies think is like a hot button for, you know, just in general of couples struggling? What is a hot button? For me, I would say communication and comprehension. Because sometimes you're saying something and the way that you say it, that's not necessarily the way how it's received. And that can cause a rift in your marriage or in your relationship. So for me, it's communication and comprehension. Like, are you comprehending what I'm trying to get across to you? Or is it falling on deaf ears? Um, so that can cause some some problems. M. Dizzle? M. Dizzle is back in the building, people. I would say that common sense isn't so common. It is unfortunate but true that we guesstimate that they know what the hell we need. And we need to stop thinking for them. Mm -hmm. And so I know the type of man that I have. And um, memory and ministry for him do not go together. He does not remember Jack Corn. And therefore, I will throw something on the Google Calendar. I will write a post-it in the car. Whatever that means for him to retain and remember what it is that I want to convey. Right. And you hear a lot of, um, you know, when you ask the the notorious question of how do you make a marriage work, you're going to hear communication and um, M. Dizzle's <laughs> take is a lot more um, newer to a lot of people where you would think like, okay, writing down things and um, reminding our spouse. Some people may arguably say, you know, I don't want to do that. Why should I do that? Why should I write something down for a grown person? 
And I think I heard you say, you know, you have to meet them where they are, where they are. And that kind of um, probably lessens the problems, kind of take something off your plate if you have to just do this one step. Because I think sometimes we don't realize that um, in a marriage, we always think women are meeting each other where, where we are. But sometimes it be, maybe they be meeting us. We just don't realize it sometimes, I feel like. What y'all think? What do you mean by the men meeting us? Because when when you're married mm-hmm. and, you know, you're talking to your girls and you're like, yo, like, this dude is getting on my nerves. Like, he's not doing this, he's not doing that. And sometimes we don't stop to reflect, okay, am I, am I doing what I need to do as well? Like, that's a real thing. That's true. That part is true. I agree. I think a lot of times um, we feel like we have it all together, especially as, as wives and our husbands is always the one that's lacking, quote unquote. But it's a lot of things that they, they meet us halfway as well mm-hmm. if we were to ever dissect this thing and pull it apart. So I agree with that. Right. Yeah. And then you said... Um, Communication. We always hear, you know, this thing about communication. But M. Dizzle, like, what you want to say? I'm not really sure how I can weigh in here because I just feel like I there are a lot of expectations that we put on men in marriages that may need to be a self-reflective moment. Mm-hmm. And so if you're having daddy issues or mommy issues, that's not for your marriage because mm-hmm. he can't help you in that regard. Wow. And I don't want him to be my father only in bed. I don't need uh <laughs> I don't need him to be parent me at all. We are equal. And so I think that oh. a lot of us women bring trauma mm. into the marriage of past childhood issues or situations or even exes mm-hmm. that we have not been able to um, outgrow. We didn't. We weren't able to um, find a place and space where we were okay with where mm-hmm. we were or where we left off. And so I'm dragging my husband into that. Mm-hmm. And poor thing, wow, he don't know what the deep. hell he doing. Mm-hmm. Girl, baby, he basic. He's like, what is this bullshit? And I think that that's why I say common sense is not so common because mm-hmm. there's an expectation that we place on them that is just not realistic. And I think that even though the bar for me will always be perfection, mm-hmm. you know, I got to meet him if he's mediocre. And I'm going to have to level him up over time. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm all about talking to people in my level one voice. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I just want to be very clear that you understand what I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to convey. But I think for me, I had stopped the guessing game. And I I live and die by this. Um, You teach people how to treat you. Mm -hmm. And so I think I put down the expectation. And you have to level up the bar. And if that's not where you need to be, then we need to have another round the table discussion. Mm. That's a fact. M. Dizzle made some amazing points. I totally agree with um, teaching people how to treat you. Um, That's one of the things that I live by. That is so important. That is very important, teaching people how to treat you. It's very important. Y'all redundant as hell. I get that. We all established we want to teach people how to treat (laughs) us. How do we do this in our marriage? How y'all implementing this at home is what the people want to know. So how you doing it, Rosa? 
Um, I think for me, silence is, it speaks volume in my relationship. And so if we, if it's something that we have discussed previously and I feel like I'm beating a dead horse, I feel like at a certain point, you know, I kind of be quiet pertaining to that subject matter. You know, a lot of people wouldn't agree with silence. Not silence in me not speaking to my spouse, but if it's something that we have repeatedly talked about over and over again, and then here we are three years down the line and we're doing this all, mm-hmm. you're not learning. And so why, why then do I continue to be a dead horse? Why then? I think that's when we start to get into a big topic that a lot of people are not addressing and our black men are not seeing or deeming that's necessary. And that's therapy. I have always said that you Mm. can change where you live. You can change where you work. You can change what you drive. But if you don't change your mindset, it is null and void yeah it defeats the purpose and so you're saying being a dead horse that's absolutely true but in the same vein i have beaten the same horse for over 10 years by telling this negro stop walking in my house with your shoes it's hit and miss it's hit and miss so i think it goes back to what do we signify as like deal breakers mm-hmm. so ladies what are your deal breakers I I wanted to say this though before we moved on to the deal breakers, that is so um, like a, a interesting point about going to therapy and things like this because here's the thing, when you are a child, you have different things that um, reflect on how you're going to be adult. So you might have tr- childhood trauma that you may have uh, been going through. True. All of this stuff, but then when you come uh, become an adult and you move on into your marriage and things like that, you carry that with you. Absolutely. But a lot of people don't. Um, a lot of people don't think of it as you know. I'm an adult now. My my trauma, my mental space is my responsibility. It doesn't become the responsibility of the person who affected you or made you becoming this. You know wrapped you in this childhood trauma you don't carry that part because it's easier to place fault on other people especially mm, when you were a child because you didn't have you know any say so you were a child but now you're an adult your right. mental health is your responsibility mm, absolutely and so when you carry that in your marriage and you you keep using it as a crutch well this is how i grew up this mm. is how i am this is how my mother or my father or my uncle or whoever treated me this is all I know. Mm-hmm. That simply won't do anymore, you know. Let me tag team. That is where the generational curses mm. continue because yeah. no one is putting it to an end. So we keep putting commas on things that should oh, have periods. Right. And um, we're just allowing this thing to saturate, multiply, and be infectious. Mm-hmm. And that's that's terrible. Right. And I think that is a part um of my deal breaker is the like the older I get the more I realize that my mental health is so so important along with physical health but mental health and I feel like the more a person and this this can go for any type of relationship mm-hmm. the more a person just puts so much weight on me to where mentally 
I can't figure out what space we're in, what type of healthy relationship or ground or foundation we have together, then I feel like it's time to probably let that person go, regardless of who it is. Because your mental space is so important. If you if you look in the news today or on social media, it's not hard. Social media is in everybody's face. You realize that a lot of people are dealing mentally with the thoughts of, you know, like suicide, um, just taking a pain away that they might be dealing with. A lot of people are doing that. So why would you put your mental health in jeopardy in any relationship, especially your marriage? So I feel like mental you know, somebody jeopardizing my mental health is a deal breaker for me. Agreed. I think M. Dizzle said in a um, previous podcast was if I am no good or if I'm not healthy, I'm no good to anybody, neither mm-hmm. to myself nor to anybody else, including my family. And so um, taking care of ourselves is so important. And that, that has to do with our mental as well. Uh, so that's that is super important. Look at the people listening to the M to the Dizzle. I want to say this, honey. I am so excited that they are. You guys are receptive to the shit that I say. See, um, I don't you know understand. what's funny to me is that um, a lot of people say that there is no I and we. But if I don't put myself first, we won't be good. Mm. And I don't think people have understand that that's okay. Right. A little selfishness for self is okay. I think that we have um, carried around this silent guilt mm-hmm. that um, we should be ashamed to have taken. You know, it used to be for me the car. I don't know what it used to be for you guys. Mm-hmm. I used to be in the car for hours just debriefing, having oh, that yeah. woosah um, before I entered into the house because it was like, I'm, I'm transitioning from one job to another. Right. And so there I am on the work front, and then I have to go home and do my already 24 hours, seven days a week job as yeah. a mom. Yeah. And so we, we even have to balance that because my husband's biggest fight with me, y'all, is that we have to know each other because if we don't, when these kids leave the nest, we have too. nothing. Yeah. So true. And, you know, I will never be on here telling y'all that he said anything correct. Okay, so don't uh, play this back for him. But he was completely <laughs> right. He was absolutely right because I think that another thing that I want to touch upon is idolatry. You can idolize your children. You can mm. idolize your car. You can idolize your marriage. And we got to figure out what is healthy for us us and we have to understand that everything is in due time so we have to make sure like we put a time for the children and so my new rule in my house is that eight o'clock is a bedtime you ain't got to be tired you don't have to be tired but that bed and your body need to meet the pillow and them sheets that's the bottom line you talk to Jesus till you drop asleep. But at 8 o'clock, the house shuts down. Every, every dog, child, woman, boy, and girl got to be in their own space. And that is my time to give to my husband. Mm, that's oh, good. wow. Now that, I that's didn't good. know. And you didn't know that because I made that shit up. But that's what I'm going to do. At that time, I'm going to give it to my husband. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am. I'm kidding, y'all. I got a sense of humor up in here. 
But, you know, I really believe that, you know, I learned after a while, and maybe these two ladies can attest, but I've learned that I have to treat my husband like my youngest child. As much as they act like they don't want to be baby, baby, they want to be baby. They you do. understand what I'm saying? And they he is it. a word of affirmation, man. He wants you to be like, baby, you did a great job. You know, the thing about M. Dizzle, she be going all around Robin Hood's barn and <laughs> will not answer her me. own question. What is Because it? the question was... What's the question? What is your deal breaker in general? Oh, you ready for this? Because, baby, you... Is you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, I'm going to go home or go home. What's My deal? deal breaker is outside children. Ooh. I said what I said, and I'm going to stand on that. I will. I can't. Mm-mm, no God. That's a capital D for me. Hit the door. I, Don't even come to the house. I, if you bring an outside baby to my door, it's a wrap. On God. That's what I said. Oh That's the deal breaker for me. That was out the box. You thought I was going to come with some simple shit. I that thought, is it for I me. I thought you was going to say something real simple and Mm-mm. cookie cutter. No. But, I mean, you gave the real. That's my and real. I actually know this about you. She don't play about I'm, this I'm deal not for play play. Like, I'm not for play play. At all. Mm-mm. So, I mean, I mean, a lot of people out here living with that type Shout of... Shout out to the bonus babies and all those that accept them. <laughs> Shout it's, out. It's not my ministry. Not Shout in this season y'all. of my life. No, God. Shout out if you have a bonus baby or you are a bonus baby. Listen, I know. I know how it is. But anyway, well, I don't know personally, <laughs> but I know. Rosa, where is your deal breaker? I don't know. I've contemplated. We've talked about this before. And I've contemplated this time and time again. I really do not know. I, I guess you'll know when you know. but Yeah, you know. I, yeah. She on that R. Kelly. When a woman's fed up. Right. <laughs> it ain't nothing you can do about it. I don't know. I can't. I really can't put up. Put a... Do you feel like you have a lot of patience? I do, especially in this season of my life. Like, I feel like, be careful what you ask for. Because if you ask for patience, Ooh, the trying of your faith God. is going to come. Shut so, your up. faith going to be tried. It is. And so, um, after you've been through some trials, a little bit of trials, then you're like, oh, I guess I can tolerate that. Yeah. I guess I can tolerate this. So, you know. But that's so true. When you when you are tired of being, well, you, you'll know. You'll just You'll just know that know. enough factor. I want to put out here that we are seasoned saints. We're in the 10 plus decades of marriage. And so we have seen it all, been around it all, exposed to it all. But I think that generally, if I can speak for the ladies here, um, we love our spouses and um, we have stayed committed to the game and we love our children Oh, yeah, we do. We we do, but we don't want to, and that's why you know we have different perspectives because we don't ever want to make it seem like it's perfect. But we also will never tear down our homes, husbands, marriages on this here platform for y'all's gratification. No God, but we do want to keep it real because I think that it's so important. And we talk about this all the time as sisters, having somebody to lean on to help you navigate because you are not alone. We will get on the phone sometimes and realize that we have parallel situations like, girl, are you mm-hmm, going through this too? Mm-hmm. You going through this too? It life hard for you this or whatever. And it's good to have, you know, a person you can bounce ideas off it of helps. and relate to. It absolutely so, helps. you know, that's that's the point of us sharing 
um, some of these these stories and, and generalizations with you because um, you want to know how do you get through right those times and sometimes when you're going through something someone may have already gone through it or uh, they've gone through that portion of what you're currently going through and it's like girl this is what I did try this and see if it works and you you just never know like you don't know what can help and so um don't isolate yourself or make it fe- make yourself feel like you're an island mm-hmm. because especially when you're going through spousal stuff it can seem that way because you don't want Dick, Tom, and Harry in your marriage. You don't want everybody's mouth on your marriage or whatnot. But when you have, like, you know, your good one or twos that you can call on, it's important. Like, that's important. Having support is super important. I was going to say that definitely don't be the silent church. That's why he said with two or three are gathered. Get you a that's crew, baby. Right. And that's if you don't right. got one, you got one in us. Put those questions and we will address them to the best of our abilities because it is crucial that you know that you are no man is an island. And whatever you've gone through, one of us in some way, shape, form or fashion has gone through it all. And it's it's about a discernment thing. But while these ladies was talking, listen, I want y'all to either... um, Write me on social media or leave a comment wherever you're listening to this podcast. I want you to like it and all this stuff. But I want y'all to comment what y'all want to hear next. Listen, we have been married, like the ladies have said, over 10 years. What was it like being married young? We're going to answer these questions in our next podcast because we got married young and a lot of people will tell you don't get married young would you still get married young i don't know do y'all want to know but y'all gotta wait to the next episode to find it out because we can't give y'all all the tea in one episode come on now so y'all gotta come back and see what we uh what we gotta say about that because that's how because you probably looking at us well you don't know us but if you were we look young like how y'all been married 15 20 years seem like that's crazy we got married young i'm sexy as hell sexy that's it sexy and um so yeah we're gonna talk about it we're gonna talk about it but ladies did y'all have anything else y'all wanted to add to wrap this little segment up I can say marriage is like wine. However long you leave it in the vineyard to press is as sweet or as sour as it will become. And so you determine what you drink. Mm. Wow. That's M. Dizzle spin on it. That's good. That was good. Um, I would say make sure that you are... Whatever you feed, that's what's going to grow. And so whatever you are feeding into your marriage, if it's negativity that you're feeding in there, that's what's going to grow. That's what's going to take over. Um, If you want to see growth and flourishing, you know, your, your marriage flourishing, then you have to feed it that positivity. Whatever it is that your marriage may be lacking, if it's attention, if it's communication, figure out the contrast of it and feed it exactly that so that it can grow in that direction that you need it to. Um, I believe in the sanctity of marriage. I believe in the union of marriage. I believe it's a beautiful thing. 
um, especially when you're with a good human being. Um, I ain't talking about nobody that's busting you upside your head. Don't stay. I'm not. I won't. Nope. Mm -mm. <laughs> um, Don't stay for the bus ass. <laughs> but um, I, I believe in marriage, and I and I I feel like if if you put in the work, it'll work. Whatever you put in work, it will work. Mm -hmm. But you have to feed it what it needs. Do not leave it malnourished. I'll say this. These two ladies, which they did not reveal about themselves, have green thumbs, baby. They can grow a tomato, a mango, whatever it is. But it's you have to think about marriage like that, mm -hmm. that, that um grad, that, that garden. Mm -hmm. If you don't water it and you don't plant it and you don't feed it, it's it won't grow. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so you want to make sure that you're just a, enough sun and enough shade to let this thing grow to perfection. Mm, and you know, good. even with that, there is there is only one perfect man. Let's not talk about it because you know who he is. Yes, There's sir. one perfect man. But you can get as, Okay, Rosa. Oh, wow. You can get as close to perfect as possible because I believe what Rosa said is you get out of your marriage what you put in into your, to marriage. your marriage. That's right. And that so if right. you want to put uh frosted flakes and fruit loops. That's what you're going to you get. If you want to put um, Savarsky and Ferragami, that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. That's so true. You want to do Mac and Fendi, that's what you're going to get. Y'all have dropped some some knowledge on the people tonight. Y'all really did. And I think, um, you know, another thing, you know, as we wrap up that we're going to talk about. Okay, because we got to talk about it. The people going to want to know. Who do you talk to in your marriage? Because we we hinted on having discernment and all that stuff. Do you talk to your mother-in-law? Mm. Do you talk to your brother? Do you talk to whomever? Do you tell these people that your husband ain't do, with the, do this and do that and all of this stuff? Who do you talk to? Do you talk to your best friend? Do you trust your best friend's information? So y'all going to really get to see what we think, how we navigate through these type of situations because they're all different. We all trust different people with certain things. Mm -hmm. So it's important to know that. But, okay, guys, so I'm going to end this podcast, put M. Dizzle on the spot. M. Dizzle is going to close us out with um, a word for the week. And she got to think about it. So just a little word that we can just take with us for the week. M. Dizzle. I'm saying, I'm I'm letting it penetrate my Let it penetrate. Man. And the reason I asked M. Dizzle, because I want y'all to know, M. Dizzle is acculated up, okay? She be out here killing yeah. the game, okay? Girl, she plays so much. Killing the game, but um, what you think? I would say that, hmm, I think your word for the week should be mindfulness. Mm, mindfulness. And I want you to really go in with the thought process that whatever you do, there's intentionality behind it. So if you're going to be mindful about your marriage this week, make sure you put that at the forefront. You could be mindful about a recipe. You could be mindful about um, the children and their school, their academics, but whatever it is, be mindful. We are living in a generation and time where social media, the news, everything has allowed our vision of just things to just pass us by but we need to just take a step back i like to do it like this one two three 
321-123-321. And just really um, put your mind in full knowledge, wisdom, and understanding that whatever you do this week will be intentional and on purpose. Ooh, amazing. Intentionality. And guys, my last thing is for Rosa, a.k.a. Chrissy P. What is something that the people can do for themselves this week? What do you recommend that the people do for themselves? Think they should go out there and plant a plant? A plant? What, like, what, what, what should the people do? To out of these seven days for this week, at least find two hours for yourself. Mm. Two hours. Whatever you want to do with them two hours, soak in the tub, go walk on the beach, walk around the park. Whatever you want to do, listen to some music, but just for you. If you want to break it up throughout the whole seven days, however you want to do it. But find two hours for you. It's important to recharge, rejuvenate. Find yourself two hours. Okay, people? I love it, ladies. Listen, thank you for listening to another episode of Her Life on Purpose, the podcast in partnership with the Executive Board Podcast, coming to you very, very soon. Follow me on social media, herlifeonpurpose.com, Her Life on Purpose, on all social media platforms except for Twitter, which is H Life on Purpose. Don't forget to like to comment, to subscribe, share with your best girlfriends, your best married friends, and, you know, just just share the wealth. We love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.